I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Are you ready? What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This, indeed you are, is... in my hand! Fan Effect. Good morning, everybody. If you're just waking up, video games taking the big screen this weekend. Yeah, joining us now for details and suggestions on what to watch this weekend, Andy Farnsworth of KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. Well, guys, the big movie of the week, yet another attempt at a Hollywood adaptation of a popular video game. This time, it's the PlayStation Adventure game series Uncharted. And it's been quite an adventure just to get this movie to screen. It's been in development for 13 years and had seven different directors and multiple writers who've come and left the project during the process of getting the movie finished. But now it's here. Tom Holland stars as Nathan Drake, a street-smart kid recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan, played by Mark Wahlberg, to recover a fortune amassed by explorer Ferdinand Magellan that was lost 500 years ago. Now, the two jump around the globe trying to put together all the clues as to the treasure's location, while also trying to avoid the rich and ruthless Santiago Moncada, played by Antonio Banderas, who believes he's the rightful heir to the $5 billion in gold. Uncharted is actually a fun movie with elements from a lot of different action movies, in particular ones like Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider, but there's elements of Pirates of the Caribbean, The Da Vinci Code, The Mummy, Mission Impossible, among others. Younger viewers who haven't seen a lot of those other films will enjoy this one a little bit more, probably, as will Tom Holland fans, and probably those who've never played the video game, like me. <laughs> I've heard some mixed reviews from fans of the original games. This movie doesn't tell the story from any one particular entry in the series, but apparently it lifts elements from three or four different games. One key character from the game series was not in the movie at all. Uncharted is rated PG-13 for action, violence, and language, and it's playing only in theaters. Now to the streaming side of things. Today brings us season two of the Netflix comedy Space Force. It stars Steve Carell as an Air Force general named Mark Naird, who's tasked with creating a sixth branch of the armed services, the Space Force. It also stars John Malkovich as a brilliant but temperamental scientist who butts heads with Naird, along with the rest of a crew full of different personalities and weaknesses. But basically, it's a workplace comedy. In season two, the team grapples with the effects and consequences of what happened on the moon mission during season one, while at the same time, a new administration has cut the budget for Space Force, forcing Naird to make some really difficult decisions while also dealing with his own family problems. The show was created by Carell and one of the creators of The Office and Parks and Rec named Greg Daniels. So if you didn't watch season one of Space Force, that should at least give you an idea of the type of humor you're dealing with. I think it's a really funny show with a good cast, despite some of the ridiculous things that happen. I should warn you, though, it's rated TVMA for language. And I know a lot of people use uh, those filtering services to make it a little bit more watchable. Space Force consists, uh, season two consists of seven half-hour episodes. Season one only had 10 episodes, so it wouldn't take you much to catch up if you wanted to do that either. All of it is on Netflix. And finally, also on Netflix, is a brand new animated series called The Cuphead Show. Now, like Uncharted, The Cuphead Show is also based on a popular video game. However, while Uncharted games were these immersive stories, Cuphead was kind of an old school run around the screen and shoot everything. 
But what made Cuphead unique uh, as a game was its animation, which was based on 1930s cartoons and was actually hand-drawn, even in this age of computer graphics. Think kind of early Mickey Mouse cartoons and others of that era where the arms and legs were basically noodles that connected hands to the bodies. And the game had this artificial grainy effect added to make it look like it's an old film strip. Now that retro animation design has been carried over into this new show, and it's one of the biggest things that makes the Cuphead show unique as well. The story follows the misadventures of a lovable, impulsive scamp Cuphead and his cautious but easily swayed brother Mugman on their home world of the Inkwell Isles. Cuphead is one of those shows that, while it's aimed at kids, also knows that adults will be watching, so they've thrown in a bunch of gags that the grown-ups will appreciate. Fans of the game should keep an eye out for special appearances by some favorite characters and other Easter eggs. The first season of the Cuphead show consists of 12 episodes that run 12 minutes each. It's rated TVY7, so it's safe for everyone, and it is streaming only on Netflix. Now, if you'd like more details on Uncharted or a new movie with Channing Tatum called Dog, head on over to KSLTV.com where I posted full reviews. While you're there, you can also check out my other movie and streaming TV reviews. I have never heard of, of Cup the Cuphead show <laughs> ever, ever. It was a game. Like I, my niece showed it to me, and they. Play, it's really kind of a fun-looking game. I, I love the look. I mean, it looks yes. just like those old, you know, the skeletons Disney dance thing, and 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 they and, went uh, with the Mickey voice. Mouse. Like they tried to get vocal cadence. I was reading up about it. They would try to get vocal cadences, like in the old cartoons. See, that's right. Uh -huh. See. <laughs> All right, Andy Farnsworth. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, see? For the latest on what to watch. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.